0: Gentlemen, there's always a time when you have to say goodbye. It came a little unexpectedly for us for this announcement, but uh, that Tom is moving on to other things. We're so happy to be rid of you.
1: <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> um, yes, I have taken a position outside of the AV integration market, which you know it's it's funny because like you know we work in this market and you know people do move from company to company, but. I mean, there's not a lot of people that I spent a lot of time working with in the AV market that have left the industry. It seems like, you know, such a tight knit industry, almost, you know, family-like. So it feels pretty weird leaving it. Um, you know, just for me, I had an opportunity to co- that came up that was just right for, for me and my career and my family. So I'll miss the AV industry. I'll, you know, I'll miss working on commercial integrator and my tech decisions and the brands that we've worked on together you know, all this time. It's been great. But uh, but yes, you are correct. I am leaving. What are you going to try to do? You're going to try to make me cry?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the, the, the torture is on you. You're quitting cold turkey. You're going to have like matrix switcher withdrawals now, I think. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be looking at, uh, you know, digital signs everywhere I look and uh, it'll probably take me a few months to shake that.
0: Well, it worked, when I first started working in this industry, I mean, my life was forever altered in terms of going out and seeing these things in the wild, right? I mean, it does sort of change your outlook on on uh, the technology that is often kind of behind the scenes but makes an experience wherever you go. But along those terms, uh, Tom, you had sent me a, a few notes on, on covers and stories and things that you've done in the industry while you've been working in it that really stick out to you. Uh, so I wanted to run through a few of those now. Uh, and I think the best place to start is the first issue of Commercial Integrator because that was a pre- pretty pivotal moment, not just for you, but, I mean, people will forgive us for touting our own horn for a second, sort of a pivotal moment for, you know, the way the industry is covered.
1: Yeah, well, I hope it was pivotal for the way the industry is covered. It was definitely pivotal for me, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you'll see that every single article that I, you know, kind of pointed out to you, they're all CI profiles. And there's a reason for that, you know, like, you know, Craig can attest, um, you know, working on commercial integrated, the best thing in my experience has been getting to know like the people that run the companies within, you know, within the the industry. And when we write these CI profiles, we get to, you know, spend a lot of time doing kind of a deep dive analysis of, you know, what makes them unique and, also kind of getting to know you know some of the personalities at you know the leadership level but also you know sometimes a few layers down and you know for me that's that's the best part of the job you know getting to know the companies that make up this industry what about for you craig
2: yeah i I would agree i and and i've come to like a lot of the uh the in-person interviews that we do for these profiles we we tend to do those a lot at the uh the NSCA uh, Business and Leadership Conference every year. We we try to schedule in person interviews. I, I think those stories kind of come out the best because you you can kind of pull out the personality of the people a little bit more than than doing it on the phone or or even doing it on, on a video interview. I, I think doing it in person adds kind of a, a, a cool element to to you know putting those profiles together and and getting them to tell you a little bit more about. You know, the things that they do well, the things that maybe they haven't done as well as, as they would like and, and that they're, they're trying to work on. And, and I think all, all of those profiles um, and, and any that we've written are, are helpful to, to somebody that that reads
3: them. Well,
1: so Adam, you had mentioned you know, the first one, right? So the, the first uh, feature CI profile that we did that ended up being on the cover of the very first commercial integrator magazine so that was Signet, which is based in Norwell, Massachusetts, which is not too far from Boston, which is not too far from Framingham where commercial integrator is located. So there was a reason for that, right? Like, you know, when when you're interviewing a company, I mean, it, it's fine, you can interview them over the phone and sometimes that's what you have to do or you use video calls and that sort of thing. But I think there's something to being able to interview a company in person. So it was a priority for me that the first CI profile we would put on the cover would be somebody that I could drive to and spend some time with and sit across a table from an interview. So Bradford Karen, Brad Karen from Signet. I mean, he must, he must've thought he was in for amateur hour because, you know, like I sat down and I asked questions that I probably wouldn't ask now, you know, like I was learning about the industry, but you know, what a great sport. I mean, hopefully the, article came out good and served his company well and uh, I think it did get Commercial Integrator off to a good start but you know that was the first one that was that was the first cover
2: so it's not on your list and and I'm sorry for ad-libbing a little bit off the list a little bit but um HB communications that was the first in-person interview that that I did and it I, I want to give credit to you tom for hiring me in the first place knowing zero about the av industry and kind of letting me grow and learn kind of on the fly and on the job and things like that because um and you you just mentioned you know you asked brad karen th- questions that you might not ask today and i'm sure i did that with dana baron in that first profile <laughs> interview I'm, I'm sure there are things that i asked him that he couldn't figure out like, you know, where, where I came from, you know, what, what I knew about AV and, and all that stuff. So, so that, that, you know, kind of the fact that I've grown since then is kind of a credit to you, I think, cause you, you let me, you know, go out into the wild for lack of a better term, you know, not knowing a, a lot about AV yet. And
0: hopefully people think I've, I've learned a little bit over the years since then.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously you made me look good for that decision to hire you.
0: <laughs> Uh, so let's flash forward a little bit in time. That was in January of 2011 when we released our first magazine, but, uh, in December of that same year, uh, it was the first integrator of the year. Tom, what was that like putting together
1: that story? So we really wanted to do an annual integrator of the year and we wanted it to be sort of, um, we wanted to highlight a company that, um, other companies can learn from. Nobody's saying that this is the best integration firm around. Nobody's saying it's not the best integration firm around, but that's not the point. The point is that we would highlight a company that we knew that people could learn from. So the first and most obvious choice was let's choose the largest AV integration firm in North America, AVISBL. The challenge, however, was nobody had ever heard of commercial integrator. We just (laughs) launched so I'm starting to work on the Integrator of the Year for our uh, June issue. I mean, you start working on that in like March. We had our first issue in January. Nobody had ever heard of Commercial Integrator. So AVISBL's PR department was like, well, wait, what is this? Wait, what, what do you do? It was really hard to get them to you know, kind of come around to allowing us to interview John Zettel and you know, the other folks at AVISBL. And you know, I, I always you know I, I built a great relationship with AVISBL over the years, and I think they're great people that run AVISBL, and they've been so supportive of commercial integrator. And I'm going to miss working with them, and I like to remind them that you know when you know we were working on that working on that article in the beginning, they they um, you know they didn't know who we were. <laughs> John Zettel put it well. Um, you know, like I I brought that up during a long form interview that I did with him, like probably about a year and a half ago, and. You know, he kind of pointed out that we've grown together. You know, abi is a lot bigger and a lot more robust in terms of its offerings and service offerings, especially, since when we did that story back in, what was it, 2011? Um, And, you know, Commercial Integrator is is a much different publication than it was back then as well. So we've grown together.
0: And so now I wanted to uh, bring up a company that, if I told you their name at the time, most people might have a little raise an eyebrow, like me saying the word ZD instead of ZDI. Uh, advanced AV is now known as New Era, uh, but can you tell us about your visit with them when they were Advanced?
1: Well, Craig actually wrote that story, but you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to mention it is, you know, we we did a really good job. I think of building a great network of company leaders that we can lean on. Like if we need an expert opinion on something to you know to provide to our audience, there are certain folks that we met at you know things like CI Summit, Total Tech Summit, Business and Leadership Conference, you know that sort of thing. Uh, we've built a network of people that we can lean on, and you know Mike Betcher from at that point uh, Advanced AV. Now they're a new era company. Um he's just been a great resource for us, don't you agree, Craig? Yeah, abs-
2: absolutely. And and like you said, there are certain companies that if we have a trend story, we, we know what we can can always call and he, he's he's certainly one of them and you know when whenever I see him he's you know always very interested in the latest things that we're doing and you know what what we're what we're hearing, what we're you know, focusing on, that sort of thing. So that it's it's good to have, you know, loyalty kinda on, on both ends in, in terms of that.
0: Uh, most of the companies that we've talked about thus far are fairly large in terms of integration firms, like usual kind of average size that we're seeing these days. Uh, Verex is no uh, is is certainly not um, does not differentiate from that. Tom, uh, you wrote that story in November of twenty fifteen. What did you learn from them?
1: Um, I mean, I learned a lot uh, from Varex, uh about you know what they were doing at the time. as they were trying to really build out you know a global um, operation you know they were seeing their customers expand out of you know like the new jersey area um, they were seeing their customers businesses expand and they recognized an opportunity to serve those customers as they you know kind of move throughout the globe and it was just really interesting you know learning to them about learning from them about the challenges involved with doing that but again you know i was talking about that network of folks that we can always lean on uh, tom berry jr um, he's been great. He's been great for commercial integrator. He's been a great you know friend to the publication. We know we can lean on um, not just him but a lot of folks at Veraex when we need an expert opinion and you know kind of a shout out to them for being so helpful over the years.
0: When I uh, first started covering this industry and you know when I was my first days here at CI, I noticed something pretty immediately and that is naming conventions for, for integration firms and by all accounts, Manufacturers are—it's really interesting. Like there are some really odd but like memorable names. Uh, and so when I learned the uh, origin behind Westbury National, I was sort of you know humored by that because they uh, they they, t- they told me that they an integration firm based in Canada wanted to choose a name by looking at a map, and they honed in on the state of Connecticut for whatever reason, uh, and chose the town of Westbury, Connecticut. And then adding the national to that felt like a cohesive secondary word, but they just wanted to choose a name of a town that seemed like it was a reliable kind of old town that does things in its own way. And that was just really interesting to me because, you know, you you hear other names that are like very evocative of the things that they do, like sensory technologies, for example. But uh, going back to Westbury for a second, Tom, you have been writing about them for a while now, and it seems like more in recent years. But the first uh, major story we did on them was in uh, June of 2016.
1: Yeah, no, we had actually, um, we had gotten to know them for a bit because Brock McGinnis was a big presence at um, uh, Total Tech Summit. It was called CI Summit back then. I remember, you know, when I first sort of connected with him, I was actually on stage and he was in the audience. And you know it was at a point in the day when we were kind of loosening up a little bit and he um was in a fun way he was kind of like heckling me a little bit <laughs> from the audience and you know like and then uh, you know we kind of went back and forth a little bit and it was really fun um and you know that sort of started a relationship where you know like both craig and i knew that we could you know we could hit up brock and you know he'd be honest with us no that's not a good idea yes that's a good idea <laughs> No, that's you did a terrible job with that story. Yeah, you hit the mark with that story. Um, it, it has been a great relationship, and yeah, yeah, we ended up um, we ended up um, profiling them probably a little bit later than we anticipated, right, Craig? Because they were one of those companies where we were like, we got to get them on the cover, and then we finally did. Yeah, no
2: doubt. Two two things I I do want to mention about Westbury though. Um One. It's interesting that their name came from, you know, a, a city in the United States because as of, you know, very recently they do work only in Canada. So for them to want to appeal to, you know, a United States audience, I think is kind of kind of interesting in the first place. And two, I think their cover for their profile is probably one of the best that we've ever had. They're they're all decked out in uh, Toronto Blue Jays jerseys because <laughs> they they the Blue Jays are, are one of their their clients in uh, in Canada. I think the only other cover that even comes close and has been parodied a fair amount of times is the Beacon Communications cover with uh, Mike Hester in his. Uh, his Colonel Sanders esque jacket, which I know we we didn't touch on that particular profile, but but I uh, I think it, it we, we wanna make sure that we mention that, that cover at least. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I thought that um, that was a lot of fun, you know, working with Mike Castor, who at the time was the president of N S C A and you know, I really got to know him a lot leading up to that story and interviewing him and I don't think I've met a nicer person. I mean, there are a lot of nice people in this industry, but nobody's going to top Mike Kester in terms of just being like a great guy. He told me awesome stories, um, you know, unrelated. Well, no, I did work some of it into the article, but, you know, in his early days, like in his teens, he worked as um, uh, like a roadie for like a, like a popular venue, like that got big acts near where he lived in Texas. And, um, and he got to interact with, you know, like the guys from The Who, like Keith Moon, Janis Joplin. And he told me like really awesome stories that I'll never forget. so that was a lot of fun.
0: yeah, to pull back the curtain a little bit more on your time here, uh, Tom had put up uh, pictures like images of those these covers that we've been talking about uh, and the people on them on his wall of it, of his office, and I always did look at that one colonel Sanders like shot <laughs> scratching my head, I, yeah. I, I think that was the first time like that
2: a, a CEO or a president kind of showed his personality a little bit on on the cover. I, th- I think a lot of the ones leading up to that were a little more you know not, not staged or anything like that, but they were a little more stiff and afraid to you know I don't, I don't know be, be not a CEO or not a president. I think he just let it fly and was you know happy to, happy to be doing the cover shoot and had showed on that, that yeah, cover he showed his
1: personality.
0: Selfishly, I'd like to jump forward um, to May of 2017. That's actually the month that I started working here. Um, but at the time, well, you had already composed a copy for a story on ClearTech.
1: Yeah. So ClearTech was kind of an interesting story because it kind of speaks to the relationship that we have all and have always had with NSCA, right? So NSCA has been like in such an important partner to Commercial Integrator because they kind of share the same goal that we have, which is to, you know, provide integrators with sort of, you know, like a, like business resources and, you know, help with the business side of this technology industry. And, you know, during one of the business and leadership conferences and commercial integrators been lucky enough to be the exclusive media partner to NSCA for the BLC uh, for a few years now. And at uh, one of them, you know, uh, uh, Christine De Bono from Claire Tech was on stage and she was talking about Something that she learned at an NSCA event that really impacted how she ran her business. It led to her, you know, launching a program that led to more service revenue, which was obviously a big focus of our content on CI and what NSCA was trying to educate its um, its uh, members about. And you know, just kind of that, you know, um, that uh, portion of her presentation on the stage led to what I think was a really powerful feature, and you know. We uh, we got a chance to to learn about that company, a female-run company. There aren't a ton of them in this industry, unfortunately. Um, and she, you know, not surprisingly, was able to uncover really, really smart female talent within her organization. It's such a such a great company, and I'm really glad we got to write that story.
0: And then everything you know comes to an end, as I alluded to earlier. Uh, you, it isn't September yet, but we're looking ahead, and obviously, when we plant magazines, we have to think very well ahead. You've already uh, written this story, it's about CCS New England, I hope I'm not uh, spoiling too much for people who uh, subscribe to the the physical magazine, but um, can you tell us about what this last story that you wrote for the for the magazine?
1: Yeah, no, um, CCS Presentation Systems New England, uh, which is based out of Nashua, New Hampshire, they'll be on the cover of the September issue of Commercial Integrator. and. Um, you know, this was one of those things where um, I also wanted my last profile to be one where I could do the interview in person. And, um, you know, I had met uh, Chris Gamst uh, a few times at different industry events and, you know, a good guy and, um, you know, kind of, you know, getting, um, you know, from like some cab rides that we've shared and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I kind of got a window into what a solid You know like businessman he is and i wanted to learn more about his company and i also wanted to do that in-person interview and you know i was surprised by how interesting that story turned out to be so i'm glad it was my last one um so the whole thing with commercial integrators we've always tried to tell the story of like the business side of this industry it's not just about your passion for technology it's about running a business So how he started his business was, you know, he was working, you know, really hard as a young man and father of two young kids. One was three and one was younger than that. Um, so he was traveling, he was on the road working for like a projector manufacturer doing sales. He was on the road like almost every week for like four nights a week. And he was kind of like, I can't do this anymore. You know, like (laughs) I can't be away from my kids all the time. I don't want to do this anymore. And him and his wife, Cheryl, They had always kind of wanted to start a business, but they they didn't come come from money or anything. So like they they didn't have money to just roll into a business. And they ended up um, you know through connections, they ended up getting introduced to um, uh, 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 John Godbu. Thank you. I always mispronounced last name um, from who founded CCS Presentation Systems out of Arizona. And you know they ended up you know becoming a CCS licensee. And it helped them to sort of jumpstart, you know, getting a business going. And it's not like it was easy. They still had to come up with their own money, but they were provided with a lot of framework, you know, that helped them get the business off and running. And then, you know, sort of that hardworking business acumen that I referred to earlier about Chris, and it turns out Cheryl also has, because she comes from this really strong business background as well, it allowed them to take an opportunity provided to them by ccs but also just by being like a good networker and being good at your job and turn it into uh, a business that they've built into something that's really successful out of new england and you know i like telling the story because there was a human element to it you know who can't relate to you know like not wanting to you know be away from your family for four nights almost every single week and then to turn it into a successful business story i mean I'm glad that was the last story I wrote for Commercial Integrator because I like it a lot.
0: So, Tom, it's been really cool to, to run through your, uh, your sort of storied, uh, literally, career here uh, at CI, but we did want to just do one, one last thing. We, we asked some of our colleagues who have worked with you the most over the years to, uh, to share some some of their comments and stories of, of you and what it's been like to work with you. So if you don't mind, I'd like to play with that for you now. As someone who's edited literally hundreds of thousands of words you've written over the years, I can say the industry and our company are going to miss having such a talented writer and reporter. I'm guessing you're going to miss doing the profiles, but hopefully you'll enjoy taking a break from any talk of AV over IP, industry consolidation, the shift to managed services, or even the race to a billion. So good luck with your new endeavor, and we'll miss you. I
2: hope everybody in the industry takes a few moments to reflect on One business practice or one process that they adopted in their business over these last 10 years that Tom's been talking to them and commercial integrator that improved their operation and and thank Tom LeBlanc for his legacy.
1: When I first interviewed to work here, I interviewed with Tom and then I interviewed with the COO of the company at the time. And it turned out that the COO's mother and my grandmother were good friends even to that day. When I got back in Tom's office to kind of finalize the interview, he asked how it went with the COO. And I explained that there was some history with our families. And Tom looked at me and said, well, it sounds like you got the job. We both laughed and it put me 100% at ease, uh, made me feel great about working here. And it was a great glimpse into what a working relationship with Tom has been like.
3: All right, so a quick story about the very first time I met Tom. My first day uh, in sales at Commercial Integrator happened to fall on day one of Infocom 2012. I was walking around the show floor, didn't know anybody, and my boss had said, oh, here's the chief editor of CI, Tom, you have to meet him. And I see this little guy in a suit, and he's walking towards me. Uh, He's lugging a roller bag that looks like he came from the airport, in one hand and he has the handle to his suitcase in the other hand and the expression looks like his pet just got hit by a car he comes over to me and looks at the handle of his suitcase and says nice to meet you not to be over dramatic but this just ruined my infocom so typical tom super sarcastic and we'll miss him best of luck tom
0: So I won't tell the story about that time Tom and I had a certain amount of beers together, and Tom somehow acted completely the same and totally normal throughout the whole night. It was amazing. And I could go on and on about how sitting outside Tom's office my first year with CI was just endless entertainment. I've never met anyone who could express a whole wide range of emotions in dry monotone the way that Tom does. But really, Tom, I'm so mad you're leaving, and I don't know how I'm going to survive without my daily dose of that dry humor and comforting nod that... Honestly, we've all really come to need in our lives. You suck. <laughs> nice little sign off there
1: from Chelsea. All right. <laughs> uh, do, do you need me to comment on it? <laughs> <laughs> that right there is the most common comment ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. So, so w- one of the things about you know, like working here has been you know, like getting to work with a bunch of great people, and you know, it's so great to hear um, everybody. But I wanted to give a shout out to Arlen. Um, Arlen Schwager, who um, you know was the first person, the first voice we heard, um, he's been the managing editor of Commercial Integrator almost the entire time that Commercial Integrator has existed. Not a lot of bylines, um, didn't go to a lot of events because of the nature of his other responsibilities unrelated to Commercial Integrator. So not a lot of people knew him or know him, I should say. Um, But he's a big reason why Commercial Integrator was successful. Such a professional, such a great editor. So I just wanted to mention, like Commercial Integrator, without people like Craig, who did a great job, you know, like creating that identity, you know, like getting out there, like meeting people and writing stories, without great web editors, most notably you, Adam, who, you know, kind of raised the website and the AV community that we can provide to the next level. And without our art director, you know, Katie Stockham, who, I swear to you, Commercial Integrator is not successful. If Katie doesn't do a fantastic job, especially that first year, with outstanding covers and just a great look and feel for the magazine, she is the most talented art director
3: I'll ever work with.
1: You know, you guys, um, and all the people that I've worked with, I've been really lucky. So uh, I'm not gonna cry. So if you think that you're gonna come in here and be like Barbara Walters, I mean, it's, it's not gonna happen but I I am thrilled. Thanks for pulling that together and I've had a great time working at Commercial Integrator.